many different things can be detoxed when we take a pause, but we don't have to necessarily know that it's going to happen. Like detoxing is a process, just like getting toxic is a process. <laughs> Come on in to Clarity Cafe, our safe space to get some clarity on life and love and happiness and health. <laughs> We are so grateful for all of your engagement on all of our social platforms. Uh, If you haven't found us on Facebook, Clarity Cafe Podcast, or on Instagram, Clarity Cafe Podcast, and we are having so much fun. There's a lot of free stuff for you there. So if you haven't found us yet, go check us out. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, be sure to click subscribe. Or maybe you listen all the time, but you haven't clicked subscribe. (laughs) Please do. We love to have subscribers and we love to give free tools and free lessons and content and all that stuff. So if you're subscribed, you're plugged in to our Clarity Fam and we'll be sure to share everything that we've got with you. So on our last episode, we talked about mindset, accepting the true nature of things And one of that is just really looking and seeing if an event happens and we find a really crazy emotional uprising within us to stop and ask the question, am I really relating to what just happened or am I operating out of some past event and is my five-year-old self freaking out and she maybe just need to be told, hey, calm down, got this. So in this episode, we're going to talk about healing specifically the importance of mental and physical rituals of detoxing our brains and our bodies. So we have a very fun little ritual here at Clarity Cafe, and it's called sauna and chit chat. And so what that means is we will, Barb will text me or I'll text Barb and say, are you up for a sauna, coffee and chit chat? And that means we will go and hop in the sauna, she in her location and me in mine. And we'll get on the phone and just detox both mentally and physically, get a good sweat there as we just sit and chit chat and have our Clarity Cafe in the sauna. Yeah, it's the great way to start the day and is one of my favorite things that we do. Lots of laughter and just uh, lots of sharing. And in the process of having that wonderful sweat, having that kind of red light on that's sort of soothing to the eyes to help to calm the nervous system you know, doing a a wonderful nootropic like coffee or tea or whatever your particular favorite morning drink is, whether it's a smoothie or whatever. And to be sure when you're doing that, when you're in the sauna, to also be replenishing. And it's important to think about as we're detoxing, that we're not just trying to get rid of things that our body or our mind and our emotional body don't need right now and maybe are not optimal for us, but we want to replace that, replace those things that we're getting rid of with more healthy things Um, as we, you know, go through our our thought patterns or something as simple as sweating in the sauna, which is a profound detox for the body and the tissues and also is super relaxing. And we get increased blood circulation and a little bit of increased heart rate, et cetera, that we also want to be replenishing that with good fluids that are going to help us to do further detoxing as we move through our day. So there's this righteous circle of detox and replenishment. And as we are doing those things and letting them go, it's always important to remember that we want to be sure that we're detoxing and nourishing and how wonderful that kind of circular 
replenishment cycle can be? It's fun because so many different things can be detoxed when we take a pause, but we don't have to necessarily know that, you know, well, I'm going to detox this, therefore I show up for it. And that is exactly what's going to happen. Like detoxing is a process, just like getting toxic is a process. (laughs) (laughs) You got to work at it. Well, with our environment and things, not necessarily always, but uh, it can be a process of unwinding. And what I love about our ritual of sauna, coffee, and chit chat is that we don't have an agenda of what we're going to talk about or what we're going to unpack that day. We're just showing up and being present and getting in our happy place and being able to do that. Now, for some of us, we may have room for a sauna in our home. Some of you may already have them. There's a couple of different types of saunas that are available to us. Um, Barb and I both uh, have the clear light sanctuary models, which are amazing. You can learn a little bit more about that on Clarity Cafe podcast, but that has, mine in particular has a chromotherapy and red light therapy, which are amazing. And there's a lot of research behind how those work for us. And I don't want to get into all the weeds there, but that's like a walk-in sit-down sauna. It's got a beautiful glass around and has some neat lighting in there. And I'm able to just go in, sit down and allow my body its special time. And I really look forward to it in the morning. Um, And when I don't do it, I feel, I can feel it. And water, of course, is very important as we detox. We want to give a vehicle for those things to come out. And then some of us may not have room for a walk-in, sit-down sauna. So I Prior to having a clear light sauna, which I absolutely love, I also had a higher dose sauna. And you can find links to both higher dose and clear light on our website. And a higher dose sauna is infrared sauna, low EMF. That's kind of like a burrito. So you lay down like on the bed and you slide into this folded over blanket, if you will, kind of a little bit of a weighted blanket. And it will heat up. Your head is out and the rest of your body is in. So for those of you who may want to keep your head cool and um, have a lower cost of entry, a higher dose sauna is fantastic. You can find cheaper saunas on Amazon and different things, but we want to be careful about the EMFs. We want to be careful about the technology. You know, just heating up to get a sweat is nice, but there are things that can create more damage than good. So you want to go with a reputable one. And um, higher dose is a a good entry-level model. And clear light is, you know, when you're ready to take your sauna to the next level. Mine's called the Sanctuary 3, which I love because it gives me a chance to spread out, um, you know, stretch my legs out. And really, I feel like I'm stepping into a sanctuary. Uh, It's like you have your own little it's like as a child, I remember hiding in a tree that had been hit by lightning and it lived past it, but it still had a, a little cave in there that was just the right size for me. And I would go in there and feel sort of enclosed and safe, but not claustrophobic. And I, that's the way I feel in the, in the sauna. And I might mention that I also had previously had a higher dose sauna. And it's, a, it's also a really good entryway, particularly if you don't have room in your current uh, living environment. And the other thing I'm thinking about in terms of detoxes is planning detox activities, particularly when you're doing things like traveling. And as we're doing more traveling, 
for fun and for work. Um, there's, you know, we tend to, we don't have access necessarily to all the rituals. Like we have the wonderful sauna ritual in the morning. If we don't have access to that for a couple of days while we're traveling, we need to still make sure that we're giving ourselves detox rituals. And that might be doing some exercise so we sweat and then taking a cold shower, taking a hot shower, going back and forth with hot and cold because those are very good at stimulating uh, detox pathways and, uh, you know, drinking our favorite teas that help us to detox, et cetera. We tend to, and the point here is that we tend to forget about our rituals. It's great we set up all our rituals when we're in our home environment, but we want to make sure that we take care of ourselves as we go into different environments and figure out creative ways to do that. And, and you know, being able to track that and see how we're doing, of course, all the aura ring and, and other kinds of trackers are valuable for that. Notice how your sleep is, right? Your sleep, if your sleep isn't quite as good when you're traveling, what are some of the ways that you can take care of yourself, help yourself be able to detox and replenish even when you're not in your environment because you have control over that? And it's simply... Again, one of those things of being aware and putting yourself first is not selfish. It's actually good for you and good for everyone in your environment to be able to take care of yourself. So um, as I'm thinking through kind of how we take care of ourselves, you know, make sure that when we do do that, you know, get off an airplane, go breathe some fresh air, go outside, do some exhales to let go of some of the tension and also some of maybe the air that you breathed when you're in an airplane, you know, go see if you can get to the beach, go to the beach and do that, right? That's a great way to detox your lungs and get your heart rate going to, you know, do a little exercise and, uh, you know, you'll also sleep better and, and, and sleep is a really important detox time. So one of the things that happens during sleep is that our brain is able to detox when we're a, a lot awake and we're thinking our brain is busy and it's not doing a lot of detox work because it's busy supporting us in all the things that we have to do during our day. When we're sleeping, and particularly in the deeper phases of sleep, REM sleep and deep sleep, our brain is actually doing quite a bit of detoxing. So sleep is a really important part of that. You might notice as you integrate more detox activities into your life, like sauna, that your sleep may improve. So now you've got a double benefit of you're doing a physical detox with your lymphatic system and with sweating, and you're also helping with the brain detox that helps while you're resting and rebuilding. I think, too, when I'm thinking about detoxing in the higher dose, I would, you know, set it on the bed and climb in and I'd put on a headset and I would listen to... um a lot of the mindset hacking and the different kind of meditations there and just allow or guided visualizations, just allow those to fill my brain so that I was able to meditate and heal and put my brain in a rest and repair state while my body was, was healing and letting go. And I found the cycle of that to be really helpful. Now I did sweat quite a bit around when I had the headset. So I would say, you know, it's just a little trade off there. However, now in the clear light, 
it comes already with uh, wired in speakers and they're beautiful speakers that are wired in. So you can set the lighting to there's different like inside and outside lights and you can set it to a really nice lighting vibe and then pump in healing for your brain so that you're telling, you know, you can pump those mindset hacking meditations or guided visualizations, all which you can find on Clarity Cafe podcast dot com. Uh, but you can pump those through, let the brain go into that restful, repairing and healing state and allow the brain to set the vibe for the whole body. So that was one of my special ways to spend time with myself. And sometimes, you know, taking 15 minutes out of the day to do that was great. Sometimes I get 45 and I love that. Um, but always I feel elevated when I take that time out and it's something just to work into the daily routine that becomes something I look forward to that sanctuary time and space as opposed to something I have to do. So just wanted to share that part as well. If you don't have someone you're going to chit chat with, you can get in there and feed your brain with some healing guided visualization. Oh, and I would say too, one thing that Barb and I do when we do have our little <laughs> sauna and chit chat, we don't get in there and talk about things that are going to be disruptive. And what I mean by that is, is really our sauna is set at a sanctuary space and we're very intentional about that. So even though we're in two different locations and we're just, you know, kept connecting by phone, we don't bring major problems or dramas or things into that space. That's a place to let go of and unwind and allow that, that sanctuary. It's so funny that the clear light actually has a unit called sanctuary and that is literally what we're sitting in, but that, that sanctuary is set at a sanctuary vibe so that it's not an effort to step into that space and then set the vibe at healing since it's already set at healing. And we, we respect that and maintain that sanctuary space. When we step in, if we're not in a healing vibration cognitively, the moment we step in, everything shifts. And so that's going back to some of our positivity triggers. This would be a major one of sanctuary triggers and healing and reminding the brain to set something already at a sanctuary, already at healing. And so the brain will just go wherever I'm at. When I get into this space, I come up to healing and it's time to heal now. So we love those sort of Pavlovian triggers. Yes. And, and being able to create that, um, it doesn't have to be in a sauna. If you're, if you don't have a sauna, you know, one of the things that I have found sometimes if I'm having a very busy day and I know I'm going to have a busy evening as well, if I can just take 20 minutes or a half an hour and go into my bedroom where I have got some crystals, I've got a eye mask and take a minute, do a few stretches and lay down for a few minutes and meditate um, or sit up and meditate. Like you say, you're listening to some guided visualizations. I can find that I'm much more able to go into the next activity with energy and and with kind of the excitement versus like, oh, I've got one more thing to do. And so I'm, you know, wherever you can create that space. I mean, even when I travel, I take a few crystals with me and maybe a silk scarf that are things that remind me of the softness 
and the safety and being grounded and all the little cues that you can bring for yourself. Maybe that's even just carrying something in your pocket. You know, having an environment like the sauna is like a super wonderful place to do that, but you can also do that in a simpler way uh, when you're not able to get to those to create that kind of sanctuary time. And one thing I noted, because I've been testing that out recently, where I'll have sort of a long day, so I'll reserve that time in the late afternoon, early evening to do a meditation, to do a little resting. My aura ring, oftentimes, even if I'm not sleeping, will interpret it as a nap and give me credit for having had a nap, right? Which, which tells me that my biological processes are slowing down, my brain waves are slowing down. So I'm actually getting a lot of that restorative detox work, even without sleeping and physiologically brain chemistry wise, I'm actually getting the benefits of that, of that detox work. So super powerful to reserve your space wherever you are to take a minute. And those, those minutes that we give ourselves have a multiplicative effect on, you know, our ability to be present and go forward and be aware of our environment, et cetera. So all of those ways that we set a little bit of time and and an environment where we can allow ourselves to detox and and replenish. Thanks for bringing up alternatives to saunas. I know we were focusing a little bit on saunas today, which is fun. And some of my favorite ways also are sometimes just stepping out in the sun. Mm. Uh, By the way, you can sweat in the sun too, you know, obviously protect your skin, but you know, it's, it's a great way to detox. And sometimes I just don't feel well and I'll, um, just go outside and go be in nature, maybe take a walk in a park. It doesn't have to be fast. It doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not having necessarily a fitness goal there, except for just to move, just to get some vitamin D, um, have nature and the healing vibration of nature kind of permeate my thoughts and my day and let that reground me. Um, so nature, sunshine, spending time with animals can be super grounding and also a way to just shake it up and get present and detox what we think is important and reset on what might actually be important. So those are a few of my favorite ways to detox as well. Yeah. As you were just saying that, I found myself smiling like, oh yes, just the thought of walking out in nature or sitting by a tree is makes me happy. And and the act of smiling actually changes your biochemistry. There's tons of research on that, which I just love, 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 because it takes way fewer muscles to smile than it does to frown. And you feel so much better when that happens. So yeah, that going outside, even just for a few minutes and being with nature and being with the, all of the beautiful colors and the feeling of the outside air on your skin and the little breeze, et cetera, helps us to replenish our senses, uh, particularly uh, if when we're exposed to artificial light and breathing filtered air, et cetera, in buildings, you know, being able to go outside, that's a wonderful detox, you know, physically and also emotionally, uh, so much easier to ground and, and uh, let go of tension or, or anything that we're kind of carrying around from the day. So super useful, great to do with a buddy, you know, to go for a walk, even if your buddy's a thousand miles away, you can have a FaceTime or a phone conversation, just like we do in the sauna while you're walking around. And you oftentimes, uh, Callie, one of our other favorite things to do is you're out in your garden 
and uh, showing me what you've planted and what kind of uh, work you've done on your fences, et cetera. And I see the animals and and I get that experience vicariously. And it also encourages me to go outside and have a similar experience. So, so share those detox experiences with your buddies and uh, let us know. We'd love to hear about those and hear some good stories of, of how you guys are all detoxing and, and helping each other. I love that. You know, Barb, that's one of the fun other ways we detox, which is you were talking about all the work on the fences, which could be synonymous with the boundaries. And one way we can detox is to set up a boundary and then just deal with what's on our side of the fence. So that's a whole nother episode. Absolutely. Good fences make good friends and good neighbors and all those things. Good boundaries make healthy, healthy relationships. That's right. Good boundaries. That's right. So, um, as we know, we're focusing this season on the four pillars of communication, mindset, healing, and community. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about community and boundaries and modeling the behavior we would like with our friends. So modeling that behavior that we would like to experience in our relationships and figuring out where and when we want to engage in things with people and maybe where there's some places that we might want to pull back and give people a little space. So until next time, enjoy your healing and detox rituals and share them online. We'd love to hear it. ClarityCafePodcast.com, Clarity Cafe Podcast on Facebook and Instagram share with us. We want to hear. We'd love, love hearing from you. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do. We'd love to keep sharing with you some of these tools and tips and all the free cool stuff that we've got for you. Until next time, be well. Be well.